Yo, what's going on? You're locked into Talk The Things. This is me, Marvin Sparks, and I'm joined by... Well, the last time we spoke, we introduced you as the DJ, artist, uh, producer, events manager. But today, we're talking to... Well, I'm talking to Cerisee, mastermind behind the Red Bull Culture Clash winners mix pack. Bim, 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 bim. Yeah, I'll take that. Mastermind, like, you make it sound like flipping Pinky in the brain or something like that. <laughs> boy, it's one of them ones, boy. What can I say? Congratulations, mm. man. Thank you very much, sir. <clears throat> How you feeling? I'm feeling very good, actually. I'm feeling like, yeah, we did we did what we, we set out to do, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, like, tell me about your, your involvement. How did you get involved in, in that? Um, I'd released tracks on um, Mixpack before. Yeah. I've been involved in, in, in tracks being released and um, Jay Scott's a man that I've known for years. Sue's as well, that runs it with him. Um, I've known her for years and they've seen me do the festival circuit, you know, up and down the place. So they kind of knew that, I, you know, they know that I does this, innit? So um, I think it was a simple one tree for them and just really convincing Red Bull, which the people at Red Bull are accustomed to me again because I've hosted a few of their clashes before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So... It was just, I don't know, I wasn't there in the meetings, but I would assume somebody would have said Cersei and they would have all gone, oh yeah, I know that, brother. Yeah, yeah. So what was your role within the... With the mix pack? Yeah, yeah. Were you just the host or...? Yeah, that's what I was originally kind of brought into the fold for, to be the host for the event. Yeah. For our sound. Yeah. Um, but did you get involved in the dub plate side and that? Of course. Okay. Come on, man, you can't say Clash to me and expect me to just be like, oh, okay, great, I'll just do that. You know what I mean? We had to get... The whole team was kind of involved in discussing dubs and, and and all of these things as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to be a part of that. I hear that. And um, going into the clash, obviously when it was announced initially, people, a lot of people were like, who are mixed pack? Mm-hmm. I'm glad. And then like on the day itself, people were still kind of like, who are mixed pack? But obviously by that point, there had been a lineup released where you had the likes of Tony Maturan and Spice and Popcorn and that. So people kind of got a bit more of an inkling of it. And I mean, like, on the day, Red Bull did a poll and they said that 60% of the people went for Eskimo dance. Mm-hmm. UKG had 19%, Taylor Gang had 11%, and Mixpack only had 10%. Great. Going into the clash, what did you think were your chances? Who's going to win? Is that because you were on the side or just because... Um, because I knew what we had in store and I knew that the people that we had involved, you know, these people that are placing, these people that are, are pressing these button on these polls online, yeah. 90% of them that's going to come to the class, they don't know who Tony Maturin is. Yeah, yeah. Tony Maturin's a seven-time World Clash, World Cup Clash champion. Yeah, for sure. What are you going to tell him about Clash? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's me. I'm a, I'm a Clash dude. I've been involved in many Clashes, including battles and all, all of the rest of it, you know? Mm. Then there's then there's the rest of the team, you know we got Poppy, yeah. man, dog, arguably the biggest dancehall artist right now. Yeah, yeah. Spice, <clears throat> definitely the biggest female dancehall artist right now. Yeah, yeah. And she knows how to work the stage and clash and them kind of things Come there on, anyway. Dog. But my thing is that like with that whole poll thing is that like a lot of people were just it was more a reflection of who people were supporting absolutely rather than who they thought was actually gonna win because like from the beginning like. I don't know, like, obviously the last time Rebel Sound won it, mm-hmm. so you would think, obviously, the dancehall guys might stand a chance, like, not to be written off like that anyway. And for them to be 
ranked behind Taylor Gang, I thought was a bit weird, considering what ASAP Mob had done before. But I guess that that's what that's all about anyway. Yeah, but the popularity of Taylor Gang, they're big right now. For sure, but they were never going to win the clash. But I guess that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing with that is I think that it's a, a reflection of like how people underestimate Dancehall in yeah. that kind of arena. Because like, that's one of the things that I was hearing a lot is that yeah, Dancehall's cool, like, it comes from Dancehall, but Dancehall ain't going to win it with that kind of crowd. Yeah, but you need to understand that with that kind of crowd, they listen to Dancehall every day, they just don't know it's Dancehall. Mm. You know what I mean? So they might listen to Grime, right? And they might listen to a man like Killer P or Stormin or any one of them brothers, Trigger. Yeah. Any one of them brothers and be like, oh, yo, 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 but they, they don't realise that's Dancehall. Mm, for real. You know, they'll... All day long, they're using Jamaican expressions. Yeah. London, part of London speech is Jamaican expression. For sure. So, I, you know, you just know. Yeah, and I mean, like, radio is another thing that doesn't really reflect what goes on in, like, the clubs and that. Because, you know, there's people that can play dancehall in any type of place. Like, you have, like, the Heat Wave, you have, like, Toddler T, yourself, that got um, play dancehall in festival crowds like Glastonbury and wherever and you know they get a big reaction big crowd and that kind of stuff so I think people kind of are ignorant to that kind of thing yeah well I'm you know what I feel like people choose to be ignorant you know I think people hear the word dancer and and suddenly start saying oh that's that Jamaican music that we don't know it's the same music that you jump up and down to in the festivals when you hear just now you know, and soca as well. Yeah. When you hear like a Just Now sound that like you go, oh my gosh, I really like that Just Now tune. It's soca. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's constructed in an electronic way, but it's soca. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the more people recognise it, you know, when people jump up and down to Major Lazer, they need to recognise the some of the rhythms are, are, are classic steely and cleavy type patterns. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Dembo. Um, so, like, going into the... Thing, who would you say were your biggest threat? Everybody. Okay. That's kind of how we looked at it. We looked at it as everybody on their given day is going to be a major threat, you know, and we didn't take anybody lightly. See, because to me, I mean, I thought it was just Eskimo dances to lose. Like, I agree. Now, when you, when you asked me who's the biggest threat, I yeah. said everybody, who did I think um, would have... You know, it would have been easiest to walk it. It was Eskimo. Yeah. Because remember, you're we're coming at it from a position as where the underdog. You don't get no lower than the underdog. Yeah, exactly. In the ratings. Yeah. So we're looking at everybody as raw. We need to get past that one, two, three person to get to the number one spot. Now, Eskimo definitely was theirs to lose. If they started to fall apart, then we're like, maybe that number two. You know, what I mean, maybe we can move up the rankings a little bit. Yeah, I hear that. And I mean, like going on the clash on the day, like yeah. we're gonna go like just by round by round, might as well. Um, mm-hmm. I thought in the first round, I thought Eskimo dance they set the pace really yes. well. Obviously, they brought out like loads of big guns. Like um, Wiley came out with what do you call it? Yeah, perfect statement song. You had like Stormzy did. Uh, where do you know me from? Know me from? Um, with the line "Don't make man go back to culture clash," which got a massive forward. Yep. Obviously done shut up, which got crazy, and chip, and um, solo four five feed them to the lions as well got crazy mosh pits and that. Um, same formula as what B- BBK had done like the previous year with the introduction kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Wiz Khalifa and that had like the video drop from Khalid, which mm-hmm. obviously showed from the beginning that they're not just here like ASAP Mob who just came and did like a performance and that was about it. Like, and I think they played like a couple dubs in that round as well. Um, UKG, they opened with the Danny Dyer video dub. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were all right. Like they were pretty good. But, and they won the round eventually, which I thought, mm. I think maybe because they were just before the judging panel, <clears throat> that yeah. kind of gave them that advantage. Um, to me, I would have probably given that round, based on like the crowd reaction and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Based on the crowd reaction and that, I would have thought that UK, sorry, Eskimo Dance deserved that round. Okay. But I mean, like, for you, going into that round, what was like, your strategy like um our our plan with that round was we were like okay this is the round where they're not really gonna expect us to do what we do Mm. we gotta hit hard so we tried to throw the big haymaker that round yeah so you can see from how we started to how we built up to how we ended it was that plan of because my whole thought pattern was, if we go, we hit them hard round one, we can win round one. They probably will readjust for round two, and we definitely got round three. Yeah, yeah. So that that was it, man. Because to me, I think that, like, there was a kind of similarity between what you lot did and what Rebel Sound did. That was, like, my first impressions in that you had, like, Jamaican vocals, like, as in on their normal tracks itself. But then you also had, like, um, Top Cat you used Top Cat on um, the original rhythm yeah um, and you had like Walk and Skank but I mean like those ones are like familiar to the UK Garage or the Jungle kind of crowd you get what I'm saying mm. so I saw that there was a similarity there was that like well it wasn't really a similarity thing because remember our whole ambition is you Mr or Mrs whoever based wherever that say you don't listen to dancer mm. you actually do so you actually do listen to Jungle. Yeah, yeah. Which is derived from, okay, people are going to say happy hardcore days and so on and so forth, but my argument is always... Dance well, was a big I, influence. Dance anyway. a massive influence. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, I'm going to gear that. I'm going to gear the house tunes with dancehall. Right, remember, I have my movement, which is drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. Which is dancehall-inspired rhythms. Yeah, for sure. Or dancehall-influenced rhythms. So my whole thought pattern always is... No matter what you're listening to, it has that heavy drive or that heavy influence from dancer. Yeah. So we just gave, we didn't really go in and say, oh boy, we're going to try and replicate what's already happened. We're just like, boom. If I want super, super energy, I can go here. Yeah. This is our range. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Because like in that round, you had like the Ninja Man mm-hmm. murdered them. You had like Red Fox. And then you had like UK Apache as well as like the Top Cat. UK punch on, on Slang Tang. Yeah, on the Slang Tang. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but then, like, also in that round, you had, like, uh, Serrani No Gains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you played the Dexter Dax one yes. in that round as well. So, like, was that something that, you know, to kind of have... Because you've got, like, as I said, you've got the UKG and Jungle kind of thing, but then you also had, like, stuff that... Because, I mean, I didn't expect a 7-Eleven dub, like, at all. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? And then... I mean, no games. That's an example of like a dancehall song that is really big, but like charts and the radio doesn't actually reflect that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I thought that those were quite interesting ones where 
that like even the purists could bust a gun finger to that even yeah. in that kind of thing so and then you listen to the way the dubs are written Who yeah wrote the dubs mentioning the sounds names and 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 working it in you know what i mean so i think what we did with that round i think what we did overall actually is make people listen to dubs yeah yeah um make them go raw wonder what i actually i know this song no games yeah let me listen because by the time we got to no games and them team there people kind of knew that we, we tailored all the dubs yeah yeah so it's not just oh my gosh i know this song it's actually what the hell have they done with the lyrics now to make it interesting yeah you know which is what dubs are yeah for sure um cranium got like a good reaction mm-hmm. and he did um he did nobody has to know in the normal fashion and then mm-hmm. he does it in a gun fashion but like um i was expecting that you guys would have done a similar kind of thing to what boy better know did in in that you would bring through all the artists that we'd seen mm-hmm. but obviously cranium and i think Doc. Uh, Tony Mataron did Dutty Wine at the end of that yes. round. What? Well, why was that like something that you didn't bring through all of the guests in that first one? Why? Okay. You know, here's where Eskimo didn't do their homework and we did. We know that a bag of man or a bag of artists ain't going to work. Okay. You know, one after the other after the other. He's like, look how high, but we're like, let's have moments. You know what I mean? So, the way we brought it up, went junglist and brought it back down Dexter Daps and went to Cranium. Cranium sang his thing. When Cranium left the stage, we brought it back up again. Okay. You understand me? So we're just giving you a rave now. Yeah, yeah. So um, we knew that you had to have a good flow of energy and make people listen. I hear that. Um, I don't know. I think maybe... I don't know. On crowd noise, I, think, I would say you probably came third in that round. That's interesting. I wanted, I wanted first for that round, man. Yeah, but yeah. It didn't happen. Um, and in the second round, Taylor Gang brought out a surprise guest DJ, which was Black Chiny, mm-hmm. who they don't even clash anymore. I don't even think they DJ. Obviously, Super Dupes is like a producer now, like does stuff for um, everyone in it. Like, yeah, I mean, Willie Chin still plays. I was up in Trinidad like a year ago so and Willie Chin was there yeah yeah chilling after dance as normal yeah but I thought that the, um, that they played quite well to begin with like what, what did you when did you know about like the Black Chinese I heard the rumours man I heard the rumours like a few a couple of days before yeah and um, I was just like mm, that's going to be interesting because if they it's likely because they've got the same friends as we do that they could have the same things in the ammunition as we do yeah, which is quite interesting that you say that because obviously they played like a big counteraction dub yes. by Busy Signal yes. um, of Watch Out I'm for pissed this. about. Yeah. But it didn't get the forward that we did. Yeah, I don't think like people actually understood that whole counteraction type yeah. thing. Like, I think it kind of went over their heads in that. Yeah. Um, But also with that, they played like All The Way Up by Fat Joe yeah. dub and um, Travis Scott Antidote, which obviously showed that they were on something different. Yeah. compared to like before um, they also brought out like Joey Badass which to me didn't kind of work I don't think you would have got forward from that yeah I mean I rate him yeah but for that crowd I don't know yeah and I mean at the end of that round they got booed which I thought was pretty harsh if I'm honest but yeah. I don't think any of the sounds deserve to get booed man yeah especially I mean well we'll talk about that a bit later but I don't think they deserve to get booed in that round anyway um 
the UKG lot did better than I thought because they would have had. I thought that they would only have like one good round, mm. but in the second round, I think that they did quite solid. Um, I remember they had like the "I'll bring you flowers" dub. Yep, which was pretty interesting. Mm. Um, but outside of that, I can't remember that much from it. But I remember it being a solid thing, and they were much better than I thought they would have been in the second round. Mm. Um. In your second round now, you brought out Sneakbow to begin with. Started with Sneakbow, yeah. Who I heard was taken from Taylor Gang. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> All I know is he was available. Okay. If a certain sound didn't snap him up, yeah, that's, you know, like I say, man, one man's poison is another man's dinner. <laughs> So, like, was that something that you lot wanted to do to bridge the gap again between... We wanted Sneakball from the start, man. Yeah. So, the fact that Sneakball became... Well, Sneakball was available just made it sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Because we was, you know... Yeah. We we, 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 we wanted that to happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, that's, like, dancehall friendly anyway because he did touch a button. Of course. Which went off crazy. Of course. And um, it kind of showed that there was more than what was already... Because, I mean, by that point, you'd only brought out Cranium from your team, yeah. Exactly. So, like, for when you're bringing him out as a guest from early, I thought, yeah, that was quite smart. Mm-hmm. And I was in in the, um on my feet, busting Gunfinger and singing along to every word at that point because I was surprised to. to see him. Um, But then, like, Spice was your next guest. Yeah. And she came out and she killed it. Yeah. Like, when she did something like it and jumped into the splits... She got a crazy forward, but then like when she remixed it now and said about Wiz, Khal- Wiz Khalifa and eating under sheet and that, I was like, yo, <laughs> and that got a crazy forward. Like, yeah. I don't think many people, most of those people hadn't seen Spice before, probably didn't know that much about Spice, probably know that song, but weren't expecting to hear it in that style. There you go. Um, And sorry to cut you, but you see what I'm saying about, I think we now have changed Culture Clash. Because okay. now people are listening for shit way more than they were. Yeah. Because, like you said, they all came and they heard the spice and da 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 da. And when she remixed the whole thing, and with that particular line now, the whole place gave it a forward. Yeah, yeah. So now I think there's a recognition that, oh, it's not just the song that we're hearing, it's the lyrics re- in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I mean, like about that Wiz Khalifa line, did you mm. know about it? Was that something that you as a team had worked yeah. out? We knew the line was coming. Okay. Who it was going to be aimed at, we didn't know. Until when? Until she did it. Oh, serious? We didn't know who it was going to be aimed at, but it was just the perfect person, perfect time, perfect moment. Because when she said it, man's face was like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got hurt, man. Yeah, no. That, that, was... that, that, that deserves to be a viral moment. Yeah, and it has definitely done that um with the popcorn though i wasn't too sure on the songs that you lot chose if i'm honest like i think that um obviously the good times jamie xx Mm. was the right one but like only man she want as the intro i didn't think i don't know it kind of made it seem like it was a concert within a concert yeah i i I take that on now i take that now i think What Poppy wanted to do is kind of give his biggest hits to the crowd. Okay. Um, because the first time they've seen him, they're only really going to see him, because remember, each guest is only allowed five minutes. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, each guest is only allowed five minutes. That's the way the thing breaks down. So. And that's throughout the whole competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm, so um, he kind of came and what he wanted to do is give them the biggest hits and 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 kind of you know within the time frame. Yeah. Which is what he did. Um. You know, many people. I mean, we could have probably because the dance are like we could have probably pushed and done like two songs a minute on stuff like that. Yeah. But I think he came and he did his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people got to see Poppy for the first time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's an epic moment once again. For sure. Because, I mean, me, I would have gone for like some Badman tunes. Like Agreed. Rup, Rup and but that, we, but... You know, but that's us as dancehall fans. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, done, he's doing a continental show. Mm. So, did he choose the right songs? I, I, think, he, I think he did, considering the crowd. Um, and we weren't really to know that they were going to be so dancehall friendly. Okay. Remember, that? Remember, like you said, we're coming in being eighth. Well, it's like 8% chance of winning. Man. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't realise it was going to be such a dancehall friendly crowd. Fair enough. And you played like Shaka Demas and Players mm-hmm. dub. Um, what one was it? It was Murder, She Wrote, right? Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, yeah. Um, you played Shaggy, Mr. Bombastic. Absolutely. And um, Beanie Man, Who Am I? Who am I was the first round. Oh, was that in the first round? Mm. Oh, okay. But like, the Shaggy Mr. Bombastic, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, hold on. Did you play Shabrank's Tingling? Was that in Tingling that round as well? Round, yeah. yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, so like, those are like three, like, staple. Yeah, right? exactly. That you hear like consistently throughout uh-huh. all of them ones. Like, you see, like, with the cut in the dubs, because like, those aren't like regular dubs. Like, especially no. like Mr. Bombastic, I've never heard that. There on dub before nor murder she wrote from what I remember so like was that like easier to get with the whole Red Bull connection no Culture I know Flesh? I know Chakademus okay. and Pliers I know them both yeah like, quite well actually um so it was a phone call okay um Shaggy was a phone call and um Shaba was a bit of a longer phone call but these were all like phone calls and explanations and and you know what I mean kind of connections to make it happen yeah yeah but yeah man it's it, it, these are the things because what we wanted to do is add a little bit of comedy to it as well okay because it could be serious like, I mean Tingling's not a comedy tune neither is Boombastic really but you're not expected it's not expected no so when you're fleeing it's a lover lover mm. yeah yeah I mean Tony was supposed to do a dance and you know what I mean kind of vibes it up and then go back into the hardcore again um that didn't the dance didn't happen okay because we was just like it just didn't happen but um, we was just vibing. Yeah, and you had all those balloons on the stage at that point as well. Yeah, the balloons. You? I think more. That's probably why the dancing happened. The balloons was getting on everybody's nerves. <laughs> oh, serious? Because no matter how much he, you know, it's no matter how much he kicked off the balloons, the balloons were still coming back on stage. And you're like, what the, you know, what the fuck, man? You you kicking them, and I never kicked so much balloon in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, man felt like he was, you know, one of them football players out there, man, like Ronaldo or something. Yeah, I hear that. Because, yeah, like, that was a bit distracting. Because, I mean, even with, like, when Spice did the splits, luckily you could see it on the exactly. camera, but, like, that could have been a moment that was missed because of those no, massive balloons. balls. I mean, balloons, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a bit nuts. But, yeah, flipping um, Eskimo Dance won that round. Yes. Which, to me, I think it was because of their placement why they won that round, because they were just before the judging bit. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that, I think that you lot should have won it or UKG, personally. Okay. But Eskimo Dance, like 
they brought out the double Kano gets etc but like I don't know it was a bit like their second BBK second round last time so it kind of seemed like okay they're following the same kind of format that the energy BBK went did. kind of flat with them I think what is the excitement there's only so many times you can get really excited when an artist comes out mm. you can't that level of excitement you can't maintain yeah as a crowd you know you think to yourself when you go stage show right especially when you go stage show in Yap yeah what happens most stage shows in Yap yeah you like, get the forward for like the first I don't know four lines and then that's it that's about it yeah and then you have to start you get to a point where the artist has to start doing some special stuff yeah to get forward yeah because yeah. the crowd are like okay you're the eighth artist I've seen now yeah we know who you are we really like what you do but I'm tired yeah yeah and that's the thing I think if they were like first or second they wouldn't have won that round personally yeah. and I think that even like looking back on it I don't think that what they did was that memorable in that it's not something that you haven't seen before True. at their other events or countless True. other events whereas what you lot did I don't know to me had a bit more credibility um that's just my personal opinion on that one anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think that either you or UKG, I would have given that one to. Because mm-hmm. I would have given it was, to UKG. Yeah, I think UKG was setting it. So yeah, I would have said that they were first, you lot were second. Yeah. Uh, the Eskimo third and then Taylor Gang. Um, so then, at the halfway point, Red Bull did another poll. Mm-hmm. And in this one, UKG were the winners. Well, who do they think was going to win? It was UKG. Mm-hmm. Eskimo with sorry, they had thirty nine percent. Eskimo Dance had thirty five percent. Taylor Gang had gone up to sixteen percent, and you guys had dropped a percentage to nine percent. Terrible. Um, I mean, to me, that didn't make that much sense because I think that you were probably about third at that point. Mm. Wiz Khalifa and Taylor Gang hadn't done anything to deserve like that someone thought that they were going to win mm-hmm. especially to increase from what they'd done like previously um, I can understand the UKG and Eskimo dance but I think that based on being inside there the screams I would say that you lot were about third at that point Okay. Um, going into the th- third round now like to the second half mm-hmm. what were you thinking were your chances How, where did you think that you were at I that point I knew we were going to win that round okay like there was no, there was no doubting yeah. that I was gonna win that round. Remember, I told you, I thought before the thing, my whole fight, I wanted to win all the rounds, but I thought realistically we'll win round one, three, four. Okay. We haven't won one. Yeah. We're in three. I know we're gonna win it because all of the things that we've got planned. Okay. If we didn't win it, then it's a problem. So you see, like with the fact that it was one-one going into the third mm. round. Did you then think, like, raw, we're mm. going to win this because we're going to get the third and the fourth round based on oh, your equation? I'm still thinking we're going to win it, yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't even, like, at that point, I'm not that deep in thought of, yeah, we're going to get... I was just like, we're going to win this round. It's like them football matches. You know the football managers are like, you know, you're five games away away from winning the Premiership. And it's like, I'm just concentrating on the next match. Yeah, yeah. That was us. Just let's get the next round, then we can carry on. Okay. So, like, going into the third round then, you had um, So Solid, who... I think they had, like, a video 
cussing Wiley this yeah, time. Yeah, the, the, the cartoon too. Yeah, and like by this point, I don't know, it was a bit, it was cool in it. Like they'd already used it for the previous two rounds. Yeah, so it's a bit much now. Yeah, so to me, it was a bit like, okay, cool. And it wasn't as funny as like the previous ones. I don't know, it just was a bit, I don't know. But once again, you could see that they'd studied the Rebel Sound format. Exactly. Down. And then like, they played like, some good dubs in this round. Like, they mm. played the Dawn Pen, You Don't Love Me. No, no, no. No, no, no. And they played um, Ninja Man Murdered Them. Which we already played. Which, yeah. Um, and it's not like Ninja Man said anything new. It's just the same Murder Them dub. Yeah, true. Um, they played some good dubs, though, from, like, Ret Free 2, yes. Six Words. That dub mm-hmm. was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they played the Lady Leisha one, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good idea. But I'm not sure if the crowd kind of reacted how I thought they should have done. Mm. Because, like, obviously it was the Queen's Speech 4 mm. on um, them kind of, on, like, different grime instrumentals mm-hmm. and that. And then they had, like, Maverick Sabre on um, I Need, mm-hmm. which ended off the round, which I thought was sick. Um, so, like, what did you think of their thing? I think they did well. Yeah. Still thought we were going to win. Okay. Didn't have no doubts. Yeah, yeah. Especially because I knew about the Leisha, the Leisha dub. Oh, you knew about that? Knew about the Leisha dub. And um, when it didn't drop, I was like, okay. Because I was worried about it. Okay. How did you know about it? Um, I've got many people that are in and around Leisha and in and around UKG. Okay. Many people. So if you're doing your homework, any sound for any sound clash, as I've been, any sound clash I've been in, I've done my homework. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I've done my homework. I've seen, like, even on Snapchat when Leisha's like, I'm Team UKG or something like that. Oh, see. You, I watch all these things. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And then when I'm realising that I know her personally and there's several other people that I know that know her personally and we're not getting the response. Oh, because you lot were trying to recruit her? Yeah, of course. Okay. Why would you not cut a Leisha though? Yeah, 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 no, definitely. And the Birmingham connection as well. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I get it. So I kind of, I knew enough to know that they should cut a dub for them. Okay, fair enough. Um, Taylor Gang in that round, boy, I think that that probably was the worst round that I've seen. I've been to like three Red Bulls. I've been to the one in 2012, the one in 2014, and the one in 2016. And like, that I've never seen something go so flat. Like, considering how well that they were doing previously, when they had like the whole Taylor gang spitting on grime instrumentals oh. and that, like, not only was did they sound dead on the rhythms, I thought that the way that the rhythms were, like, the dubs were cut, like, as in as far as like engineered, like, they sounded really poor anyway. Like, so that was dead. But, like, a moment that they had was when they brought out Stylo G, mm-hmm. who then brought out Ice Kid. Well, Ice Kid was the moment. I don't think Stylo well, G got the big forward. That, well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I hear that. Um, like, Stylo G is a dancehall guy who yeah. I'm sure that people probably would have expected if he was there. He would have been with Mixpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Was Was that, like, a good tactic from them yes yeah, a good tactic from them do you think it was effective though as you said it wasn't no. something that got a reaction i don't think it got the forward you would have expected it to have yeah 
Because remember, it's like, this is the condensed milk of actions, right? Mm. So you expect, rah, you've now brought out a dancehall guy. Not only is a dancehall guy, he's a UK dancehall guy. He's a guy that's associated with me personally. Okay. We've got music. Yeah. You understand me? Um, and before they brought out the stylo, they played just now. Okay. They played turn up, turn on, turn up, turn up, turn on, oh, But you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like, during that round, I went to the toilet because it, oh, okay. it was that poor. They they played the turn up, turn on, turn up, and then brought out the stylo. So I'm looking at it like, rah. Okay. And the stylo came out and didn't mind you. It got a forward. It didn't just get, it just didn't get the biggest reaction. That didn't get, you know, a massive, massive reaction. Yeah. Um, and then Ice Kid came out. I was like, oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know the one they like, well done. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, Ice Kid's someone that's been missing for a good time. Mm. And like, online, you had like a lot of people that had captured Chip. Mm-hmm. When they when he was saying, "Oh, is that, that Ice Kid?" Kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. which obviously worked out well for Taylor Gang, in terms of like a shot at yeah. Eskimo dance, more so than the one at um, yeah, it was a Mixed good it was, it was just good work, man. Well yeah, done. yeah, exactly. Um, and Eskimo dance, they had Westwood playing for them, which did that work? <sighs> Not really, oh, if okay, I'm honest. Um, I think that Black Chinese probably would have been better off in the third round. I think they fucked their rounds up. I think they didn't... I think they play, got him to play on the second round when it should have been the third round. Yeah. That's what I think happened. That would have made more sense because, I mean, apart from the antidote and the... What's it called? Um, the um, big... All fat, the way up. Fat Joe, yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of what they played was, like, dance or dance friendly, like the Barrington exactly. Levy yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And remember, they were playing Black Chinese Dogs, you know? Oh, oh okay. Black Chinese Dogs. That said Black China. Oh, okay. So, you know. They weren't cut for the thing, so it must have been a kind of last-minute yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, But, I mean, like, with the Eskimo dance, you had Fecky that came out who got, like, a big reaction, mm-hmm. like, both in the audience and online mm-hmm. for saying about PopCon mm-hmm. getting taken off Drake's controller. Which was which, beautiful. For yeah, us. it was, like, a pivotal moment in the clash because, I mean, it's something that, you know, I think a lot of people were waiting for. And me personally, I was like, I'm surprised it took that long for someone to say yeah, something. Because it took a little while for people to start getting personal. Yeah, and I mean, like, before that, it was like mixed pack who, mm-hmm. and that was about as bad as it got. But, but remember now, sorry to cut you. Yeah, yeah. Round three, you can't say mixed pack who again, you know. You know damn well who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're getting slapped. Like, everybody's in this battle and everybody's getting hurt. Yeah. So that mixed pack who now is becoming boring because people are like, nah. Because remember, we're getting forwards as well. Yeah, for sure. It's not like. You know, anyway, carry on. Yeah, so um, so then he's done that. But then, like, I don't know whose fault it was, but when he's done still sitting here, it didn't quite go over like it should have done mm. because I don't think the song dropped for about five minutes. Mm. Um, and then when he did the second song, Bang, Bang, Bang that one, I don't know if that... Got forward, that actually, man. no, that got a forward. Got that a forward, did. That got a big forward, yeah. And then after that, you had Chip do his bashment stuff, yeah, which why. went down okay. Um, oh, yeah, because, like, Taylor Gang, they played a Crepton Conan. They did. Dub at some point, didn't they? That round. Oh, it was that round. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I don't know. Got a forward, man. Yeah, it did, but, like, who's that sleeping with the enemy? Who's that? Aimed at? Yeah, because... Exactly, because you're the hip-hop crew. Yeah. They so ain't Graham, so... You gotta do your Googles, dog. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that that was a bit mad. But, like, 
going on to your set now, mm. it was the first time that you lot used the video dub plate. Exactly. Um, which you had, which was really creative, actually. Like, you had Jazzy, mm-hmm. which some people thought should have been RS. Yeah. Roll safe. I know. Was that something that you considered? It's something that we considered, yeah, but we felt that Jazzy's the guy for it. Okay, fair enough. Because remember, it's all, it was the acting part as well. You know what I mean? And, and all of that. With no disrespect to Roll Safe, man. It's just we felt that Jazzy, would have been, Jazzy was that guy. Yeah? Okay. And then, like, you had Big Nasty of course. on there. There's no dispute. Big Nasty was definitely the guy. What was that because of his, like, personality and that yeah, kind of man, thing? Yeah, Grime Report. Everybody in that crowd knows Grime Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Anybody that says, even if... Because the way we looked at it on a strategic level, even if you say you're an Eskimo fan, Mm. You watch Grime Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand me? Yeah. So, everybody should know Grime Report. Yeah. On that basis, Big Nasty has to be that guy. Okay, and then, like, he actually came out on stage, which is something that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Was that part of the whole planning of putting him in the video and then course, bringing him out? Effect. Okay. You know, you see him on there, and if you check it, we filmed him, and it says, fuck it, I'm forwarding out. Yeah. Bam! Yeah, Nasty yeah, Nasty yeah. comes out. Yeah. Remember all that time we got the coffins? Remember, so everything's planned. Yeah, yeah. We got the coffins going on, the reefs, the the scene where um, Jazz is in the cemetery, boom, 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 boom. Man comes out. Yeah. Dreadlocks wig. Yeah, on, yeah, no. yeah. And that went crazy. And like that was like the first time that I remember like the stage being really packed mm-hmm. was when he came out. Yeah. Because before that, it was quite restricted. It was only like the one artist mm-hmm. and yourself and Matteron as the yeah. host. But yeah. apart from that, that was like the first time we brought the goons out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. And that was intentional as well. Then. Absolutely. Everything's to build. Yeah. You know, because remember, as much as it's a clash, it's also a show. Yeah, yeah. And the same so there's a strategy with it. And um, you played a gig stub in that, Talking yes. the Hardest, which surprisingly, like, nobody else played Talking the Hardest. I was surprised as well. Like, what's it called? Played uh, So Solid. I mean, UKG, sorry. They played Man Don't Care, which sounded a bit, I don't know. It didn't quite drop. Like once sense, again, man. it was like poorly mixed, which I think was something that was quite prevalent throughout. Really, was the poorly mixed dubs. Not ours. Yeah, not yours. Yeah, ours were mixed and mastered, man. Yeah, and tight Jaylene for that man done the mastering job superbly. Oh, same. Because I mean, that is something that's really important. That Bridget, I don't know if anybody else kind of. Got if you're the... playing in an arena, right? Don't come with MP3s, man. Come on, behave yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Behave yourself. And um, because I mean, even talking about dubs, this is something that this is the third round now, mm-hmm. and I don't even think Eskimo dancers played one dub not yet. One, not one. It was just straight performances throughout. Mm-hmm. Like so, from like the second round, to me, I thought, right, it's kind of coming a bit undone for them, really, yeah. because it was like just a concert. Even though they won that round, to me, it was like pff, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so they didn't even have no dubs in that third round. Um, how difficult was it to get that gigs dub? Because like he's a man that doesn't really record. Not very. Many dubs. I mean, again, when we started, we had a list, and gigs was high up on that list. Yeah. You know, um, we we broke down the list of dancer, UK dancer, grind, um, garage, drum mm. and bass. Like the list went like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And in each category, we had mad artists. Okay. So we was just like ticking them off, boom, 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 and obviously gigs was way higher than that. 
Yeah. Um, we knew certain man was recording. Like we knew Rich was recording. Yeah. That uh, elsewhere. Um, we knew. We just knew because when we started to ask the question, people. Some people said. Some people didn't say. Okay. And it was okay. Yeah. It's, it's a sound class thing. As in what they said? What that they? Some people would say, "Oh, I'm caught. Can't really do that with you because I'm already working with the next sound." Okay. And there's the assumption. Remember. The assumptions. Oh, if you're a sound man. Right, even if you go back in the day, soundman always used to know which soundman, which mic man was associated with the next sound. Yeah, yeah. Which DJ, which artist was associated with the next sound. So you might ask the question, like for a man like Red Free Two, I didn't necessarily know he was cutting dubs for UKG. My assumption was Eskimo. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You're a grime guy. Yeah, yeah. So when I get the when I hear the oh well yeah man's cutting dubs, I'm like alright cool no problem. Uh, so in my brain I'm already like Eskimo's probably got. Rich free two dubs and so on and so forth. Yeah. So when I hear UKG play, I'm like, right, oh, okay. I've already accounted for hearing that dub anyway. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Go, not six things. Six words. Not six words. Yeah. But I've accounted for hearing a Rich free two dub. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, me, I thought it was gonna be Tractor that they were gonna yeah. play. Most people would have assumed Tractor, but it was a good look. Yeah, most definitely. It was a sick dub. Um, but then at the end of that round, you brought out Jay Huss, mm-hmm. who was a man that like people thought was on holiday yep like how did that one come about because again another man that was high on the list yeah you do your homework you can see when people are gonna be you know when people are gonna fly back into the country if you put it that way for man's on holiday. okay yeah yeah if you did your homework yeah you know so it's it's doing your homework and saying all right man's on holiday man should be back on this date i wonder if man's gonna be up for it yeah yeah and you make sure that you you, you make the discussion with the right people to see if you know it can be done yeah. Because that whole UK rap angle, I thought was going to be something that was untapped. Unless yeah. you had like Taylor Gang getting shown certain things. Eskimo Dance. I thought Eskimo Dance might have brought out like Section Boys at some point. And I, I was... thought that that's how close it would have been. And I thought that Taylor Gang would have probably brought out Crepton Conan because obviously the association. they're associated. We thought Eskimo was, 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 was going to bring out section boys or at least have dubs from section boys well that's what inquiries had told us okay and so it was just like because our whole angle was we can't touch grime yeah. we have to touch the uk rap the, not uk rap the road rap yeah yeah angle. yeah and we was just hearing left right and center nah 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 that's that's already covered but remember that round one we nicked them with the big toes um yeah yeah dub. you know my style yeah yeah and by the look of uncertain man's faces we was like Okay. Because again, with Sound Clash, a lot of it's reading body language as well, you know. Okay. Because remember, none of these sounds are doing this as a full-time thing. Yeah, yeah. They've just come together to, to have this clash as a one-off. Yeah. It's not like back. It's not like flipping Love Injection versus Saxon versus Stone Love versus Odyssey versus Killer Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where them man, they do this as a... It's, it's a date. They're it's, living. They, it's a living. Yeah, yeah. So a, man, a man's got... For every one dub... A man might get a next man, you know, for every one dub a next man might play, you've got another three, four. Yeah, yeah. To counter record. So when we play the big tobes and I'm seeing people looking around, I'm like, it's like Domino. You play Domino? Yeah, yeah. All right, so you know you, you can read a man's card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're like, hold on. Haven't these men? And they got no, 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 no road rap. Yeah, like, yeah. Dubs. But then remember, say, Fecky, you can kind of put in that kind of category. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So maybe a trick was missed by everybody, but, you know, we tried and we did try. 
Yeah. Because actually, speaking of the road rap thing and section boys, you had um, Spice do Luck Off, Luck off. which went off crazy mm-hmm. in, in the second round. That was like another big moment where she said about Wiley getting crown jewels chopped off. Because remember, we're thinking that they're going to draw some Section road rap. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're trying to get in there early. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Everything that we're doing is strategic. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do that, but we're going to get that forward now because even if you come out and do it, you're still going to get a forward, but There's as a... she's a yard artist doing that, maybe it's a bigger forward. It's just like, as you're an American artist bringing out Ice Kid and Spilo, you're going to yeah. get a forward for the impact of that. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? So for sure. we're just trying to play dominoes with this thing. I hear that. Um, and speaking of like um, dubs in that, you also had a stush counteraction of course. for um, for the garage lot. Garage lot, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which was, I don't know, I think that that was your only counteraction dub, wasn't it? On the forward. Specific really. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was the only specific one for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then going into the fourth round now, which is the final round, which was dub for dub. Because mm-hmm. obviously, sorry, you won the third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know who I would say came anywhere else on on that round. Like, I think UKG I would give second. Yeah, UKG second, Eskimo Dance third, and then yeah, Taylor Gang last. I think by this point they were probably getting yeah they were getting booed in that by this point, so it was completely out of them. Um, so yeah, going into the fourth round, the fourth and final round after you'd won it, you were obviously in perfect placement because we know what's happening. Next. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like two rounds of a dub mm-hmm. that you can play. Um, my overall feeling of this round, like looking back on it now, is that it was like Rebel Sound. Everyone followed the same Rebel yeah. Sound thing, mm-hmm. which was get like a pop tune, even if at at all cost at all costs. Sorry. Because, I mean, you had Eskimo dance first, I believe. No, 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 sorry. You had um, UKG first. Mm-hmm. And they played a Justin Bieber dub, in quotation marks, which was a fake dub. Mm-hmm. And then, what was it? It was Where Are You Now? And then it went into... Which was quite funny, because they introduced it like it was like, oh, yeah, we would have thought that Taylor Gang would have got this dub. And then they got, like, a fake... Justin Don't Bieber fake out the thing. Yo, culture clash people can't fool again, my lad. Yeah, it's one of them ones for real. I remember that. That's what them man they did. Rebel Sound did with Rihanna. Yeah, that the Rihanna, Rihanna one. Dub. That wasn't Rihanna. Yeah. All right then. So, you know, culture clash people can't fool again, my lad. Yeah, no real talk. And then like Eskimo dance followed that up with. Was it just Glenn? No, no, it was. A it was side. the Ed Sheeran one. Yes, it was. Which and was sick. Fake Adele. But then a fake Adele dub. There you go. And now imagine this. Let me cut you in. Imagine they just played the first half of those dubs. Yeah, yeah. Or the, well, the Ed Sheeran or, one. The, yeah. The, well, the Ed Sheeran or the Craig David. Yeah. Oh no, it was the Craig David. But the Craig 45. David, yeah, it wasn't even real. It was, it was just a, a straight remix. Let's say they just played the Conor Maynard. Yeah. And just left it at that. So didn't try to stretch the whole thing for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You'd have probably been in a slightly better place, right? Yeah, for sure. Certainly with the um with 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 Eskimo. Yeah, because yeah, hundred percent. Adele, the Adele was killed it. Up. Yeah, killed it completely. So yeah, Karen. But yeah, the Ed Sheeran dub I thought was a sick dub. Like that was one of the biggest dubs of the night for mm-hmm. me personally. I thought that was hard. I don't know if maybe they never knew how to 
kind of transfer it like because it was like the first what eight bars or whatever but then maybe they didn't know how to write the rest of the dub to make it go into the maybe. to the big forward bit um but then you guys played lean on mm-hmm. and you introduced it with like it was like an aimed at the black chinese yes so they played a fake lean on oh they played a fake lean on yeah they did okay so it so says that the reason why you used it then like yep okay so was that not something that you thought about did you have any other options that you could have gone yeah, we for had, we had some other options but our thing was, I mean, it is something that we we're going to play. We were thinking about playing anyway. Yeah. And it's something that up until the point where we played it, we were still in, there was another two tracks in contention. Okay. But my whole thing was, fuck it. You know, I'm going to expose. Because every, look, everybody around us had faked their dubs. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Black China, you played a fake Dinan. Um, UKG, you played a fake, um, what's her name? You played a fake um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. And um, Eskimo, you played a fake dub. Yeah, yeah. The fuck is this? See, because to me, I thought that the Lean On dub was real. Mm-mm. So, uh, how did you know that it wasn't real? Was it something well, like... there's two conversations which took place. Remember that Dre... Dre Skull. Dre Skull. Mixpack, yeah. And Diplo were very good friends. Yeah, yeah. And so when it kind of came down to it, because I had my doubts, but he was just like, oh, you know what? It was sped up. And because he, he's a scientist with all of that. Okay. He's like, it was sped up and it was pitched up and all of these things. So when I go out there now and I'm like, yo, some people are playing fake dubs. And again, I'm this is that domino game. Yeah. This is that poker face. Some people out here pay, playing fake dubs. I'm not going to say certain sounds. Certain sounds are. And I'm looking and I'm seeing man going, like, rah, how did man know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, all right. And then when I talk, excuse me, about the pitches and all that, I'm seeing certain people clapping and pointing and like the funniest thing is that every sound's pointing at the next sound. Oh, okay. And if you go back and you look, you'll see them clapping and pointing and you're like, right, I'm talking about all these <laughs> fake dubs. Yeah, yeah. I know I ain't played no fake dubs. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I said it now. Yes, because by this it. point, everyone else has played a fake dub at some exactly, point. Exactly, exactly. Apart from us. So I'm yeah. just like, let's go and played it. Yeah. So that was the reason for that. But then you... You only played it like for a short bit, yeah. And then like, there was booing at the end of the dub. Well, here's what it was. If you see the crowd reaction when the tune dropped, you realize it wasn't booing about the tune. Okay. You know what I mean? Go back and you can look at it. It wasn't like we, it wasn't like how when Eskimo played theirs and the, the crowd just went, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah. They were how I understand it now. They didn't get the fact that I said I'm not playing the full tune. Okay. They expected us to play the one tune for five minutes. Mm. We hadn't played the tune for five minutes all night. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what's cutting through tunes a lot quicker than exactly. everyone else. Much less dub for dub. Yeah. When have you ever been to a sound clash and a man played the full tune? Yeah, never that. So when I finished and I said, I'm not playing the full tune, because then man, they want to play a whole tune and they're ending up in a position where they're faking the tune. Yeah. And I pulled it, what Red Bull should have done. Start the time, move on. Mm. But Red Bull still had the time clocking over. So everybody that's kind of got back to me now said when they was watching it live, they thought the music had cut off. Oh, okay. So that's why the people then was booming because they felt there was an issue with the music. Yeah, yeah. That's what I get to understand. That's what I get to understand. And obviously the people that was there thought there was a problem because enough people have said, "What was the problem with the with the sound? With the with the with the sound? Why did the sound cut off?" Oh. I'm like, it didn't. Did you not hear me say I'm not playing the full thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure I said that quite clearly. Yeah. So that happened. Okay. 
And then um, Wiz Khalifa walked along and he called out people for yeah. playing fake dubs, which was a good Lying speech from motherfucker. <laughs> he put, pulled out a big speech that got a good reaction. Yeah, he got although, forward, man. I yeah, although they, as you said, they'd played um, Splice Dubs before. Mm. And then he played a pop song himself, which was Tove Low, um, Stay High, Bad mm-hmm. Habits. And throughout what turned out to be spliffs, but they looked like adult toys, which at first went over my head. I was like, sure. I don't know what's going on here, but it just looks mad orcs. But um, of that round, I don't know if anyone really stood out as such. No, nah, nobody did, man. Um, that was quite a disappointing round for me personally. It was a disappointing round for me as well because I don't think anybody got a forward, um, real for, a real, real forward. And in hindsight, maybe we should have gone with the alternative thing, but I was just like, I was more like, how dare you? You know, okay. how dare you try and fool people? Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm too much of a purist when it kind of comes to that. Yeah. And then we go to the second round mm. where um, UKG played Sia, um, David Guetta, um, Titania, which was, a, again, I don't know, when Rebel Sound played what they did in dub for dub, it was something different. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else was doing that because they played um, Emily Sande Heaven, which then mixed into Pulse X and then they played the fake Rihanna dub. But mm-hmm. like outside of that, nobody else was going that route. But mm-hmm. by this point, this was the fifth pop song and it's yeah. like nobody's really here to hear pop songs. So it was like a bit of a dead thing. And then on top of that, it wasn't even Seer anyway. So that was a bit orcs. Um then uh Eskimo Dance played Ugh Jesklin. Yeah, but like ugh. I'm trying to think if there was a worse dub on the night. No. Like, I mean with the Wiz Khalifa stuff on the UK I mean on the Grime rhythm, mm-hmm. like they gave it an effort. Mm-hmm. but it didn't quite work but what Eskimo Dance did with the Jess Glynn one which was um, Rather Be the Clean Bandit song and then over Eskimo was like exactly what Emily Sande had done previously for Rebel Sound but yeah, like everybody with, tried to replicate the thing yeah but like with the Rebel Sound one it was different because obviously you had Emily Sande saying F you Wiley F whatever so like that bit was quite interesting, mm-hmm. and it was a contrast, and then her spitting on grime, it was just like right okay, but the Jess Glim one, I think that was the worst dub I've heard, mm-hmm. um, which then leads to your dub, mm-hmm. but like leading up to your dub, there had been Fecky talking twice, I think it was talking that trash about Popcorn getting taken off yeah. controller. The first time he said it, he got a really big reaction. Mm-hmm. The second time he done it it was less. The third time he'd done it, I think he was actually laughing by himself at this yeah, point. it wasn't funny no more. It wasn't funny anymore. And, um, but the thing is, is that like, him doing that led directly to your sound, which also, they introduced the Jess Glynn dub as the, the biggest, biggest dub on the night. World. Yes. Now, me personally, I thought at some point, they were going to bring out Dizzy Rascal. Of course I did as well. And I thought, 
if you're going to talk about the biggest dub, I thought it was going to be Dizzy Rascal, yeah. stop that. And then it's over. And then it's over. Yes. Like, even with um, So Solid, because I'd seen Heartless Crew backstage. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might not be as big to everyone in there to see Heartless together on stage again, but it would have been a big moment. My biggest thing was whenever, remember, not even if ever, whenever Dizzy comes out, it's over. Okay. And the expectation was that this is going to come out. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping it would have been an earlier round because you still get a chance after that. Those yeah, rounds. yeah. But when Dizzy comes out, it's over. And I'm looking and I'm like, this ain't going to be Dizzy. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking, no matter what, we could have had a dub plate from Prince from Beyond, Beyond the Grave. <laughs> yeah. Dizzy coming out with a show. Yeah, 100%. You know, so when it didn't happen, I was like, okay. Yeah. Because, like, him and Wiley together on stage reunited after so um, many years. That would have been it. It, it would have been crazy. Forget about it. But then, as I'm saying now, so, like, at the beginning of Ulot's speech, Ulot called them out and said that mm. the dub was weak. Flop. So, like, then Popcorn's then got on the mic mm-hmm. and he's set the pace. Like, he said, Fecky, it's like you're obsessed with Drake blood. And then he's dropped, which, to me, of ones that I've been to there is no dub bigger like you'll probably rival it probably rivals the biggest dubs ever in history for me yeah when you talk about like the timing of it because One Dance is a song that on that day was announced 10 weeks at number one in the UK and I think there's only been 10 artists since the 60s that have had um, a number one for 10 weeks wow 10 straight weeks as well and I mean, it's been number one in in America for about five weeks. He's the biggest hip hop artist in the world. And then you press you press play on that. Like, when did you know about the Drake dub? We knew about it for the week, man. The week. We, we knew about it for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, did you always know that as soon as you got it, this is the last song we're gonna play? Yeah. Because obviously, you know that it's gonna get a crazy reaction. Mm-hmm. So. When you couldn't have something like that and not play that last in that dub in that dub thing. Yeah, yeah. In in a one for one. Yeah. Only worry we had is maybe Super Dupes might have a, a Drake as well. Okay, because obviously he produced Controller. Exactly. Yeah. So then, like, when you've pressed play on one dance, and you've seen the reaction of the crowd, mm-hmm. are you thinking we've won the clash? Yeah, to a certain aspect. Yeah. Because to me, I started tweeting straight away this is it the game's over I wasn't even thinking that maybe Super Dupes had got a dub from Drake that's what's going through my mind okay I'm like yeah look at that forward but if this man if all it takes is because I'm still looking remember we're playing Domino yeah yeah remember so I'm I'm still looking like has man got anything and I'm kind of seeing because I know now there's videos of the reaction okay so I'm kind of seeing the Wiz Khalifa reaction and I'm like them man they got it because them man they got it because imagine if Wizard come out and said yeah nice job guys yeah this is how you play a, a, a Drake dub and John maybe yo we'd be finished yeah 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 we'd be yeah finished. that's true because if like especially if Drake had said something about Popcorn on controller then it would have been over for you done yeah 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 and that would go down in history as the biggest clash ever yeah 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 but they didn't fortunately and, like, to me, it's quite interesting because, like, people after the clash was trying to say that Drake dub winning a clash is, like, something dumb. Which, to me, 
it, it shows like the lack of understanding that people have of dub plates because like in a dub for dub round you're meant to draw for the, the most biggest obscure. or the rarest the yep. hardest to get yep. dub like the one that's going to be something that you have the shock value like you're like raw they actually got that in a one for one right in a dub for dub sorry clash At, when it comes to one for one right the tune that gets the biggest forward is a tune that you would never expect a man to have on a dub plate. It's almost like me saying to you, I'm a bad man. Yeah. I can get this Michael Jackson dub. Yeah. I can get this Justin Bieber, this whoever it is. Mm. You can't get that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, like, with, like, in Jamaican sound systems, a lot of the time it's like artists that have passed. So you, the mm. Dennis Browns, the Gregory Isaacs, maybe, but like the Garnet Silks, those are the ones that save people in clashes. Is the ones that are the rarest things to get. Reggie, let me tell you this, right? If you believe that Firelinks are uh, Kilimanjaro, uh, Metro Media, uh, any of those sounds, Blackhawk, sorry, Silverhawk, any of them, mm. Panther, all of them, if you feel like they wouldn't draw a Michael Jackson dub plate, yeah, or a Madonna dub plate, yeah, 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 you're lying to yourself. Yeah, exactly. So anyone that's got anything to say don't know nothing about Sound Clash, man. Keep it moving. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's... it. In As far as... Because One Dance is a pop record mm. in the sense of, like, its success and everything like that. But you guys... Like, there was a... I don't know. It was a genius behind it to a certain extent. Like, obviously, it's coincidence that it's Drake's biggest song, his first number one, mm. whatever. But the science behind it also is that it's a dancehall it's a dancehall record which is something that thank you while it was a pop clash throughout you were the ones that were the first guys anyway to rep your sound which was dancehall so I think that that was something that kind of went over people's heads and there's also a rule that in the round for in the in the Armageddon round as they call it dub for dub mm. you can only play a dub that represents your sound okay people don't know that yeah yeah but sorry, do you know what? Because you saying that Major Lazer lean on, they use the Bam Bam rhythm in it. Thank you. So once again, you That's were representing your sound. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the science. We tried to do everything by the book. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I'm saying to you from the beginning of this interview, I said to you, we're trying to show people that you listen to dancer. You may not call it dancer. Yeah. But some a lot of the music that you're listening to is dancer. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're about. When people start using future dancer and red tail, you, you all of these things are not against any of those titles but a lot of people listen to dancehall and very very dancehall inspired music especially here in England yeah that you if you said to them on a Friday night let's go to a dancehall club they go oh my gosh no yeah yeah but you listen to it every day yeah you just don't don't know what it, yeah yeah for real because it's not one to kill and say hey yo hello you <laughs> know what I mean it's not as rough on you but look at that controller produced by who yeah one super of the dancehall yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. ever yeah, and Stephen McGregor plays the the keyboard on that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, um, one thing that I thought was quite interesting is that people were then saying that Drake sold out the Eskimo dance lot because of obviously their friendship with well Drake's friendship with Skepta, and which I thought was quite interesting that like people see that he has that link, but they don't see that Drake's been friends with Popcorn or rating Popcorn from at least twenty twelve. What did I say earlier? Do you Googles? Yeah. Do you research? Do you history? See how... When people complain about Big Nasty, 
I'm like, do you not hear every Grime report who references either a Dennis Brown or a Bob Marley or some kind of reggae? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not hear him talking about his family being Jamaican? Uh, So is it that out of the blue that we come with Big Nasty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Jay Huss, you could say, is quite dancehall friendly as well. Sneakbo, dancehall friendly. So, yeah. There's nothing that we did that was... What it is, is people... We got to... I'm not disrespecting nobody, but whereas... We were very scientifical. Scientifical? When we were very that scientific. That word sounds sick, it, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whilst we were very scientific with it and we tried to make connections and we'd come up with like a, a whiteboard or something yeah. and say, all right, Eskimo's got these connections. Eskimo, yard, Wiley goes yard regular, he does this, da da da, he's worked with that person. Wiley's done dance hall tunes. Yeah. He might play a dance. We, we tried to anticipate everybody's moves. Yeah. UKG. I know Mega Man's been in Yard, Mega Man's got Dan Andre, da da da. Yeah, yeah. Not Mega Man, but Soul Solid, and you know, the sign Dan Andre, Ray Ray Red, da da da. All right. Right. Okay. Wiz Khalifa. Remember, we don't know about Super Dose. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking for the dancehall, maybe connections, and we couldn't really identify one, but with that, Ra, but you're Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. You can actually, you know what I mean? You yeah, can yeah, walk yeah. anywhere and a man will do a team with you. Exactly. So we're looking at all of these things and we're, stretch- we're doing the science behind it. And it's almost as though people didn't do that with us but that's because we were underrated yeah for sure they didn't actually see you guys as being an opponent yeah yeah you were just there to make up numbers exactly and get beat up yeah exactly but i thought it was quite interesting that people had kind of deflected to that you know drake didn't do a dub for eskimo dance instead of think because like to me if i'm eskimo dance as i said to you before a drake dub i mean a dizzy dub sorry would have gone down yeah but i mean as a sound man you think, like, if you could have got, like, one of those old-school 8-bar switch tunes where you've got, like, Skepta, Wiley, wow. Dizzy, yep. Kano, D-Double, Over. Ghetto, Gigs. Over. Like, an 8-bar switch. Like, them spraying Imagine. bars on, like, new and old rhythms. Like, you're getting crazy. And, I mean, that's something that would sustain a forward completely. Or even, like, 4-bar hooks. Like, whatever. If they came on and said, Last dub for the night, Dizzy. And just introed it. Yeah. Dizzy, Wiley, yeah. Kano, yeah. Gets, P. Basically, all of the 11 man that's on that. Yeah, plus extra guests like Skepta, Jeremy, Dizzy. And played it beginning to end. Yeah. Over. Yeah, the place would have gone flat. Over. Yeah, and that would have been the ultimate dub. And that would have justified their speech. This is the you, biggest dub in the world. This is the ultimate dub. Ripping... 14 the hard way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been the craziest Virgin, thing. Virgin, I'd have packed up on God. I don't, <laughs> yeah. need, I don't need Animac to say, I wonder who the winner is. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I know. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. That's bigger than any Drake dog. Yeah, 100%. That would have been the craziest thing. And that, to me, is kind of what sums up Eskimo Dance's thing. But I think, like, it's quite interesting that not only was there a lack of dubs, and I understand that, like, maybe... Skepta wasn't in the country or Jamie wasn't going to perform or anything like that but you can they didn't even have no dubs from none of them which I thought was like raw that's like a really poor showing yeah I mean I don't know how a man's conversation went behind the scenes but I mean that's the kind of thing that I would have done I mean what would come on man why is the most influential man in grime yeah you'd think if if I had if I had his reach and influence yeah that's what I would have done mm. no, and you can, and imagine you can do that twice over you know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do as a ten man um, collab, and it features or four man, and it features these guys. Yeah. Here's another four man, and it features these guys. Yeah, yeah. Because all Stormzy in in there as well. That would have been nuts. Imagine that. Yeah. That would have been nuts. And even if you went old school and you got my like Bear Man or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruiser. Bruiser. Yeah, yeah. Them yeah. man there. Yeah. Hey. Oh yeah, that reminds me, because Flirt D he went up with like UKG, didn't he? Which... I was I was trying to get a dub from Flirt D and he was acting like he didn't know what a dub was, man. Oh, serious? He got Flirt D every single time, man. Because he played the game very well, man. Well done, Flirt <laughs> Um speaking of guests actually, so UKG they didn't have anything from Dynamite. And even them playing that fake Craig David dub, you, I thought that Craig David would have been there. Like, I was pretty sure that Craig David would have been there. And for them to have played that remix, which was like basically a normal 45, essentially, mm-hmm. I thought that that was quite quite poor, essentially. Yo, for something, for them I told you, Vince round. Pat, don't run out of dubs. <laughs> don't run out of dubs. That's true. If I told you we played less than a quarter of the dubs that we had. Oh, serious? On that night, that's the level that we was at. That's mad. Less than a quarter. So if you don't mind me asking, yeah, would you say that you spent like four figures on dubs? We spent a lot of money on dubs. Okay. Spent a lot of money on dubs. Okay. But, again, a lot of dubs were done. You know, there's certain dubs that we played in that dance that was done from a conversation with a man and a man, you know, this is what I gotta say and I won't call no names because I don't want to embarrass nobody and I don't want the price of their dubs to go down. Yeah. But it was done from a conversation with, with a man or a woman. Yeah. And a man or a woman saying, yo, I respect what you're dealing with mm. and I'm, you've offered them money and they've been like, nah. Oh, see. You understand what I'm saying? And, I had I've had sky juice moments where I'm like free chun free <laughs> yeah. nah but it's just been there's nothing that actually meant more to me than when I've said and I'll say I was, I won't even say man or woman I'll say males than when you say to a man yo how much you want for a dub fam and the man said look true to you I'll 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 do you a dub yeah yeah as it's you. You understand me? Yeah. And dubs coming back sick. Mm. And and coming back quick as well. And it may, it means so much to me. You know that. what I mean? So whoever you guys are, you know who you are. I have to say thank you so much. And whether or not the dub was played on the night. Some yeah. of them were, some of them may, didn't, didn't. We didn't get to play. Okay. Because I was really wishing that we'd have had a long time to play at the end. But it was like, oh, you only get five minutes. Okay. And it's just like, oh, come on, man. Because we really wanted to shell off a lot of the dubs. Yeah, and show yeah. people, like, actually showcase. Because, okay. like I said, it's under a quarter we played. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, after you guys, I don't know if it was allowed in the rules, but, like, Wiz Khalifa basically did a performance of We Them Boys. Yeah, and that I thought was sick. I really thought that was sick. And I seen the waves of the crowd just moving like that. I was like, yeah. Right. Yeah, because when it came to the judging bit, uh, I don't remember what UKG got as far as like applause and that. I don't remember it being that big. Mm-mm. But then um, Eskimo Dance, I can't even remember if they got booed or what. They got booed. Yeah, they did, they, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they got kind of. Yeah, it was wasn't wasn't good for them. Yeah, but then when it was you guys, that oh. reaction was crazy. Yeah. But then when you heard the Wiz Khalifa, they got forward as well. Yeah. And I thought they got it. 
Yeah. You thought they'd got it? I thought they got it, bro. Okay. I ain't gonna lie, man. When I heard them, I was like, I said to my brethren, yo, who, who, who's got it? My brethren was like, and I was like, uh, boy, I don't know either. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, we got away that, that we had that X Factor moment with Annie. It's like, and the winner is tick, 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 tick. You know what I mean? And then flipping, we won the round. Yeah. I was like, blood fire. <laughs> yeah. You can actually see me on the video holding everybody back because she had to announce that we're the overall winners, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm holding everybody back and ah, run out. Grab the trophy, dog. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, I already knew that you'd won it based on the reaction. Yeah, sneaky, man. You you saw the, was it, did they show the indicator? I was just by the sound yeah. that I could hear from wow. being inside there. I just knew that your one was, to me, it was louder and it lasted longer. Theirs okay. was high, loud, but it was a short loud. Okay. I think, do you know what? Yeah, you're right, actually. Sorry, I just remembered. Eskimo Dance, when they asked if Eskimo Dance won, everyone screamed no mm. at that point. Yeah, but sorry, with the Wiz Khalifa, theirs was loud, but it wasn't that long. Okay. So from that, I was like, yeah, Mixpack have won it. Okay. And so I knew straight that you lot had won it. Um, so like, when you'd finally won it, what was like the reaction of like everybody else? Did you look around at that point to see? It was like it was that relief of hard work pays off. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not saying everybody else didn't work hard because you could see blatantly everybody worked hard, mm. but we worked. I don't know. I can't comment on nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked hard, dog. Yeah. You understand me? So when you say hard, how hard was? I mean, like we're talking sixteen, eighteen hour days. Oh, serious. What's that for the so? week leading up to it? For the week and before. Oh, serious. I remember that. Prior to that, they're in New York. Yeah, yeah. The artists are in yard. Yeah. My leagues are in yard. Mm. So I'm working on English time. And adding another eight hours or so. America, etc. Yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to that week now, we're, we're, we're working around the clock. Yeah. Because you're getting dubs rolling in around the clock as well. you got to get them mixed, so you got to send them off to get mixed and send it to a next man to get mastered. Yeah, yeah. You understand me? And you're coming back and you're checking and you're saying, all right, then cool, that's fine. You're remixing that thing. If, if you're remixing that thing, you have to do that. You have to have the things in your armory just in case a man does this or does that, you know? Yeah. You're chatting to everybody that you need to contact and you need to speak to to find out what I want. Mm. You know, to everything. And on top of that, brother, you have to rehearse yourself. Okay, yeah, yeah. You have to have your speech prepared in case you need to have your speech prepared. Mm. You're this, you're that, you're, whether it's your this is or, or you're doing your research, you're seeing what people are saying, you're also having to pay attention to people's social media. Yeah, yeah. To sound social media. So you can deal with certain things. Yeah. You know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of research that goes into these things. It's not it's not just turn up and play tunes. Yeah, yeah. It's actual science. Cause sorry, you talking about performances. I remember in the second round there was parts there where there was bits being missed and that kind of thing as far as mm. like the performance side of things. Mm. What was that all about? Couldn't hear nobody could hear them so. Oh, okay. Like literally there was no monitors, or the monitors at the front was low. There's nothing coming from the side. So basically, you're almost you're spitting, and that happened to me, that happened to Spice, that happened to all of us, really. Yeah, yeah. You're spitting at the front of house monitors, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Not monitors here. Yeah, on um, the stage. I'm, I'm showing, like, <laughs> yeah, on the but stage. The actual speakers that are going out to the crowd. 
does what it So you're kind of you hearing it back delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Okay. And on top of that, you got balloons the size of your body <laughs> floating yeah. about. So you're like, you might say, da 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 da, and because you're hearing it back delayed, and it was just some, it was just some, it was a myth. Yeah, yeah. That said, I think there was a pattern of everybody that went first, their mics and everything was shit. Oh, okay. So that's, I, I only found that out later yeah. because a man said, oh, UKG, when they went first, it was terrible for them. Eskimo, when they went first, it was terrible for them. When we went first in that second round, it was terrible for us. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, oh, we all got hit with the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting that you say about whoever went first had crap mics because to me, apart from the last round, whoever went last won the round. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. But I feel that with that fourth round, that was like definitely the one that went to the right people. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you see with the Drake dub, yeah? Mm. Do you know who cut that? Yeah. Can you say who cut that? No. Oh, okay. And it was relatively easy to get from what you're understanding? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Fair relationships enough. are built in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. So it's something that was, it was something that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So yeah, as you said before, that was like, you knew that that was going to yeah. be the, dance, the major dance. Yo, dance done. Yeah, Look, yeah. There's only, the only, when we, when we said, all right, we're going to play that last, of the last round, last part of the last round. Yeah. The only thing that could better that was Dizzy. Yeah. Or a counteraction Drake dub. Yeah, yeah. So who knew about the Drake dub then? Nobody. Apart from you. Me, Drake Popcorn. Okay, and that's like even up until. Just before we played it, yeah. Oh, serious. So. Everybody else knew there was a massive dub. Yeah. And I'm sure they assumed it was. Everybody, it's almost like people knew not to ask. Yeah, yeah. But they assumed. But they kind of, you know what I mean? It's puppy. So if you, if it's puppy and you got a massive dub. Yeah. It doesn't take one to do the maths. I mean, in my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But people kind of, everybody kind of didn't want to hear it. Didn't want, like me, I didn't want to hear it. Okay. Because I wanted that effect of when it drops, just losing my, sh- you know what I mean? So the first time you heard it was on the stage? Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew it was there. I knew what it was. But yeah, yeah. The first time I heard it, Lyrics, lyrically, everything was on the stage. So, is that another reason why you thought that you were going to win then? Because you knew that what you had in the bag was that. Like, even if you had nothing else that connected, even if you didn't win the third round, you still knew you nah. had a Drake dub. We knew we had the Drake dub, but and you thought that had, oh, okay, we just need to get one of the other rounds, no? Nah, had we not had we not won the third round, I would have been very, very, very concerned. Oh, okay, but my whole thing is we knew we, we I knew we could win the third, fourth round. And I was absolutely, you couldn't sway me. I knew we was going to win the third round. Okay. You understand me? So, because to me, I think you lot had more room for movement than anybody else in the third round. How do you mean? In that nobody else could go for dancehall. Mm-hmm. The big guns for Eskimo dance were and either going to be, yeah, or they weren't going to go with anybody else because we'd seen what happened with Temper T. Mm-hmm. And you weren't going to bring over no American rappers to mm-hmm. go at Wiz Khalifa. So I didn't really see that there was as much movement for anybody else. Whereas you, you could patch in the other stuff. So the exactly. J-Husses and the exactly. whatever's was a bit... Yeah, we, it was, yeah we could have been a, yeah, we, flexible. We could yeah, have been yeah. a more flexible, absolutely. Exactly. Um, 
so then yeah you won the clash obviously um like but outside of that i think if i was to rank them from like worst on the night to the best not including yourselves obviously because you mm. won it i would have to say that eskimo dance were easily the worst in that they came and they did a concert and like with like two previous years of being in there as part of like bbk i think that they followed the same format and then tried to change it with the pop thing at the end and it just didn't work at all um they were completely disappointing people talk about like drake not turning up for them but they didn't even have their own big guns turn up for them let me ask you a question Mm. the year that bbk won it yeah think about this now yeah did they win it with a stage show or did they win it with dubs? They won it with the dubs because in that last round, in it, the gigs dub. Yeah. Don't you think that that's the pattern they should have followed? They should have done, exactly. Because the year after when they didn't win it, what were they told? Don't come on it's and not, do a stage show. Yeah, 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 show. exactly. So why would you go and do it again? Yeah. And that to me, like to me, their thing was worse than ASAP Mob because at least ASAP Mob can say they were ignorant. Know. They yeah, have they no knew, idea man. of the concept or nothing like that. But Eskimo Dance, they were completely they disappointed. Knew. I just don't, I don't know what, I think, the mad thing, I think what Wiley tried to do or tried to recreate was Eskimo dance. Yeah. And I don't, I don't run him for that. But anyone that knows about Eskimo dance knows that Eskimo dance used to play hip-hop dance all, da, 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 yeah, da, da. yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, you'd have a few. So it's like, you got DJs that could have. Yeah. I, I know he tried to just bring the whole culture of spitting bars and rare, rare, rare and spraying. But I think... It was a case of too many cooks, weren't it? Well, too many mics, too many mics. If you'd have just got five MCs yeah. and kept it to that five, Stormzy, Chip, Fecky. Yeah, um, Solo. So, nah. I mean, Freedom to the Lions, I would have done. Mad tune, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's calling my special guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, um, sorry, Getz and Kano. Yeah. Those five. Yeah. I'm not dissing any of the others, you know. Yeah. All, all of the others, mad talented, but if you'd have kept it to those five, and just brought out one or two each round, two for one round and the other three. And then just played tunes. Yeah. Grime, classic dubs. Yeah. They would have done a lot more. I, I think, I think less would have been more. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, Eskimo Dance, they completely embarrassed themselves personally. Um. I think that Taylor Gang did better than everyone thought that they would have done because at I least they made I, the I effort. didn't make that mistake man I knew they was going to come heavy handed that's fair enough but like they actually came with dubs and that people were expecting them to be like ASAP Mob Part 2 and it wasn't yeah, that at all well. they, so they well. and they brought out um, Ice Kid yes which was a moment for them champion move exactly but you know what Wiley said the other day and it made sense Wiley said if Grime had brought out Ice Kid nobody would have cared no they wouldn't have done but I mean it's like if you lot have brought yeah, out Stylo G, yeah. It would have been anything. And that's no slant on the artist. No, it's, it's just, just what you expected. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think with like Eskimo Dance, it was theirs to lose, but they had to hit every single thing to get it right. To yes. get it right. Like yes. they had to bring out Skepta, Jamie, yes. Dizzy to get it. Yeah. Anything less than that is a disappointment. And ultimately, yeah. it was a disappointment. Like them not having dubs wouldn't have mattered if they brought out Dizzy because no. they would have won the whole thing and that would have been that. Um, UKG All-Stars, I've seen people saying that they should have won it. But to me, I think that they were consistently there or thereabouts. But to me, they were like a boxer who you know is going to put up a valiant effort, yeah. but isn't going to do enough to win. It's like a boxer that can't, he hasn't got a good punch in him. Yeah. Like they had 
good moment. Like they were good, but I don't really remember too many wow moments. They like, played some really big dubs, but mostly I think that they didn't really have enough to say, yeah, you lot won. Well, it's, what did you say? It was like Zanti, innit? It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Napa, innit? Yeah, Napa, Zanti, any one of them where it's just like, yeah, you man played a wicked set. Yeah. And you man hyped the thing and rare, 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 rare. But that was it. Yeah. It was a good effort. It was yeah, a really man, good effort. They were consistent. Yeah. They, were, they were good at what they did. But I think where we kind of came is we, we gave it the emotion, the up and down and the, you know what I mean? And... We and the moments that we had that were big moments were massive moments. Yeah, exactly. And then we memorable, memorable. Yeah, with Khalifa eating pum pum. Yeah, um, flipping even Papi, y'all dog, y'all suck your. Mo-. You know what I mean? Yeah, All yeah, of yeah. That, The what the Drake dub. Yeah. The you know there's these moments. Spice doing the splits. I mean, like when you go online, you see like yeah. what f- were the moments. Jay Huss. Yeah. Sneak bow, yeah, big. We nasty. had all the big moments. Yeah, I, I think I, I, maybe I'm wrong. The majority had, of them, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, Ice Kid obviously was a massive. Yeah, moment. but outside of that, you struggle to think of what were the big moments. And as far as UKG, they put up a really good effort. Yeah, but I mean, to me, they were just like Amir Khan against Canelo, where yeah. you're gonna do well in the rounds, but well, sooner or later you're gonna get banged. Exactly, and that's ultimately what happened with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously, Mixed Pack won the clash. Champions. There's nothing much more to say about that. Mm. Um, one thing I will say, though, is that it's mad how people always underrate Dancehall and think that Dancehall can't do nothing just because they don't see it in the charts or they don't really hear it on commercial radio and that kind of stuff. But, mm. I mean, we're at a case now where, at one point, you had, like, 10 songs in the top UK 100 that mm. were either directly Dancehall-influenced, like a work or a one-dance, or you, um, like, ones that have got influence, like, say, like, a Major Laser Light It Up or whatever. Yeah. And you had 10 of those in the top 100. I mean, mm-hmm. Sean Paul himself had about three songs in the top 100 what he's featured on. Mm-hmm. In America, like, 17 of 26 weeks, a dancehall song has been number one. Yet people still underrate dancehall and treat it like, oh, yeah, but nobody really likes dancehall. And That's to me... That's great myth. Yeah, I've thought that, like... I don't know. It was just great to see that... Because Rebel Sound obviously used a dancehall pattern, but you have Shy FX who's jungle, same with um, Chasing Status being drum and bass, but Mixed Pack are a dancehall sound. Like, mm-hmm. there's no two ways about it. And did we play dancehall? And you played dancehall, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were little sprinklings of other things, but majority of it was dancehall. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, it was good that there was that representation... And it won. And especially this year where it feels like dancehall is there or thereabouts, especially in like the conscience of the mainstream. And now it's been cemented that, you know, the Culture Clash win and it is like the biggest genre at the Culture Clash, essentially. So I think that like people just need to stop underrating their thing, really. They need to stop underestimating it and, and underrating it. And they also need to just support the thing. Yeah, yeah, that too. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like this is probably another conversation we need to have. People need to buy dance our music, you know? Yeah, for real. And we we need to stop setting ourselves short and we need to stop waiting for the man to accept us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man accepts us. Yeah, yeah. The man just don't know that he accepts us. You understand me? So we need to stop arguing. You know, all of these different arguments that you can see on all the social media where there's this, oh, well, why? This man's taking our thing. No, let's stop concentrating on this man taking our thing and understand that 20,000 people 
shouted and screamed for us yeah, to yeah. be at the top. And that's a sound that they didn't know of anything before and supposedly don't like dance or on paper go. the polls were right like you weren't supposed to win no. it's an unknown quantity playing a sound that isn't that's the least popular there you go. of the four and essentially went through and won which i don't know to me it's just a shine of like jamaica in it it's the small country that isn't supposed to be as big as it is exactly yeah here we are yeah here we are and we will continue to be here yeah and if we do it correctly you know who knows man i'm just saying it just opens the gate enough for people to start looking in and going okay what's that about yeah yeah and if we can do that then come let's let's ride this wave yeah lastly um if you were to be in the next one it would be interesting to see you lot against rebel sound yeah based on the two i think that rebel sound had a better competition in 2014 than you guys did in 2016 you mean the competitors were no, I think that they played um, better. Yeah, they had a better right. show throughout with mm. consistency and that mm. than you guys did in, in, in 2016. Mm. But in 2018, say the two were to link up against each other, sorry, how do you see your chances? Like, obviously you're involved, but like from as um, objective as you can be. I never put it this way. Fake ran a dub. <laughs> yeah. That kind of won. Yeah, yeah. Won it for them, partly. Yeah. They, they played a lot of big things. But vibe wise, mm. I just want to ask a question, and you know, I don't care. You can say yes or no. Who had the better vibe? And when I say current, vibe, in what sense? How look? Okay, from how you watched it, mm. how did it look on stage? How did it feel on stage? On stage, I would say that yeah, there was a better vibe from you lot on stage, but I think in the crowd. Mm. Rebel Sound got bigger reactions consistently. Agreed. Agreed. They got bigger reactions consistently, but again, they weren't playing down, so... Okay. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm, no, I get I'm, you. I'm so it was harder for you lot to get big reactions I'm not, than it was for them. I'm not... This. What I'm saying is, you know, Rebel Sound came, saw and conquered. Yeah. They played a lot of drum and bass, mm. which shelled the place, and they put their dance out influences here and there yeah they played probably half of around maybe the second round yeah was straight down yeah, so. yeah yeah at the beginning of the second um, round yeah. but I just feel as though we just I don't know man and maybe that's just me being biased because I was there I watched Rebel Sound and I was just like yo these men are winning yeah 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 I just feel like we just had a lot more we seemed to have a lot more fun on stage mm. uh, I could be wrong um we just had a lot of fun and we just kind of half had no manners with it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, their thing was so silky smooth, though. Yeah, it was. It was flawless planning and but that. But they had a year to prepare. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we saw the videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody had a year to prepare. Yeah. So if you had a year to prepare... And you guys only had like a couple months, right? A couple months. Oh, was it just over a month? A few weeks. Oh, okay. So... I don't know, man. I'm not taking anything away from Rebel Sound. I'm just saying, them guys were clean. Absolutely pure. No issues. No not mad hats off to them. We had a long time to prepare. If given the same amount of time, I think it would be a very good fight. Okay. Um, what they should probably do is, um, 2018, they do best of the best. 
Yeah. So Metalheads, Channel One, Rebel Sound, Mixed Pack. Yeah. That would be hard. And let's go. Yeah, yeah. Because right then, check the genres. Now you can say it's a culture clash. Roots. Yeah. Drum and bass. Yeah. What would you say Rebel Sound was? A fusion of drum and like, bass, oh, dancehall. Yeah. I'd say a fusion of the the, um, the whole three, yeah. So the fusion sound. Yeah. And dancehall. Mm. And really we go. Yeah, no, that would be hard. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. love to do something like that. I'd love to do like really, really would love to do. Because Metalheads and Channel One, they drew the first one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd love to do something like that, man. Because I'd, you know, much respect to to David Radigan and Shy Uncle Shy Effects and the rest of them. Mm. And it's out of respect because you know it's a respectful thing. Yeah, for sure. It's out of respect that I'd I'd love to for all of us to kind of go at it. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and really see. What, it would be mad. Yeah. Because for me as a spectator, seeing Metalheads go up against um, Rebel Rebel Sound yeah. alone. That would be hard. Richard. That would be hard. That'd be crazy. Mm. And yeah. then seeing like Channel One bring the roots into it with their big old weighty sound system. <laughs> yeah, for real. That, you know, Virgin. I mean, uh, they would start off as being the least likely to... Yeah be thingy but, but but they you know they, they was underdogs when they, when they won it yeah for sure you know what I mean I just I think that would be such a sick 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 night yeah yeah you know what I mean and you probably put it over I'd put it over five rounds rather than four rounds oh, okay and I wouldn't get you make it a two point round you know what I mean oh, okay I'd do something crazy because yeah, over yeah. five rounds if there's not a two point round then one sound's gonna win more Five. than once yeah yeah you know for I mean? sure all right then. Yeah. Anyway, well, sorry. That's just ra- me having a yeah. <laughs> just daydreaming. a dream world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, hopefully, Red Bull, if you're listening, in it. But anyway, seriously, blessed for your time. Thank you for yours. And congratulations again. Big up the whole team mix pack. Most definitely. Um, unlucky to all the other sounds. Yeah, you I- know, it's one of those ones, man. It was a good fight, and we all, you know, everybody. At the risk of sounding cheesy, man, everybody's a winner because ultimately, like I said, anyway, we're all actually the same culture, you know? It's yeah, all, yeah. It's all part of our culture. Dancehall, grime, garage, hip hop, and R and B. Yeah. That's a that's a Friday Saturday night on ends. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, everybody kind of raves to that, so we're all one, really. Yeah. But yeah, just big up everyone involved. Get me. Big up, big up. Peace. But yeah, bless up. Yo, what's good? Um, just thought I'd let you know a few things that didn't make the final edit due to technical problems, but I thought Mixpack were underdogs from the beginning, but would win if they presented it right. Um, there's a bit about the Black Chani counteraction that they played of Bumaye, um, watch out for this, which came about because Black Chani were late on board, so they already knew that Mixpack had already cut the dub, so they then got busy signal to do it for them in counteraction to Mixpack. That's how that came about. The Suck Your Mother talk was started in the second round on our OT Genesis cut it dub that Black Chani played and that's when seriously said that that whole stuff started. But ultimately, remember, presentation is key and that's what wins the clash. But yeah, safe for listening in it. Safe for locking in. Bless.